0: This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes this down one by Manningley! Oh, hang on to the RJ Barrett. He does it again from down. He is oh. just tearing the Orioles apart. Oh. It's good. It's good. Randall gets the bounce, and there he ties the good. game. He oh. should up oh. under. Got it. He can't slam. Up the a pants left. Huck and Wayne Slam the other way for Aaron Judge. in the three. creates. And showing some dexterity as well Game with the left hand. Yankees win! The... Yankees win Tell you what, you know what sucks? When you record an entire thirty-five minute episode and then have to do it all over again because you accidentally Overlapped another audio recording. In certain parts that I couldn't undo. So that happened. And to make things better. This episode. Wasn't. And now isn't. Exactly going to be the best one. Since. I had just gotten done. Watching the New York Knicks. Take another abysmal home loss. To another abysmal team. The second time. Losing to that abysmal team. On their own home floor. Yes. The Magic defeated the Knicks tonight. 104-98. to Another home loss for the Knicks. Make that. Make that what? Two. Of the four Magic wins. On the entire season. Against the Knicks. At the Mecca. Just continuing the Knicks to play down to their opponent. Continuing. The Magic shot 40.6% tonight from the field. They shot 28 point something percent from three point distance. And they still won this ball game. Those are percentages that you shoot in losses. In bad losses. Especially today. Today. 28% 28 percent from three. They won the game, and they won the game by a few points. <laughs> um, poor offense, lackluster defense, sloppy play, eighteen turnovers. We'll get to it all. We'll break it down for sure. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna go a full hour. I very rarely do that anyways. I mean, this is only my second episode back, right? But I think we're going to start doing episodes every two games again. Um, I know, you know, this is just another episode since I recorded one last game. But we're going to get back to the every two game schedule. Uh, So the next one will be after the back-to-back on Sunday. And in that episode, we'll do our one-month report. So I'm going to save some for that episode. But, you know, we'll we'll talk about enough in this one, because I have some things to say. So welcome to the the podcast. Uh, One sec, let me just adjust the lighting here. Episode 284 of BD4. Yeah, 284 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. (laughs) I am your host, RJ Carbone. Welcome to the show. There we go, better. It's like too much exposure, though. There we go. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, don't worry about what I'm saying. Anyways, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, BD4, episode 284. If you're new here, guys, you can subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other listening platforms, but you can also... Now, watch this podcast on YouTube. For a while, you could. And subscribe to us there. I'm also on social media. I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone. And I'm also on Instagram at RobJ Carbone. I'm active on both of these platforms. Used to have a Twitter, just recently deactivated that. Don't use it. Twitter is a cesspool of hate, it's a breeding ground for anger. So I'm out of there. But I am back, guys. Um, it's good to kind of get into this hobby again. You know, I, I had kind of lost, like I mentioned, motivation for a while. Um, just because nobody listens to, to these things. I'm basically talking to myself. But I, I guess I have to remind myself that I do it because I enjoy the hobby. I enjoy the, the activity itself. Um, so... We're going to get going. We're going to talk about this wonderful Knicks loss tonight. And um, listen, they're 8-7. and seven, Okay, they're off to a slow start. But again, I'm not going to tell everybody to, to panic, right? Um, there are some things. We'll get into it all, all right? I'm just, I, you know, from reading some of these com- I was reading some comments on Instagram tonight during halftime after the game. It's a little ridiculous to me. Some people are already calling for Thibodeau's head. I'm already seeing the fire Tibbs comments. I mean, come on, come on. Some one of the one one guy, this was actually pretty funny, said that we should keep Tibbs around this way we can get the number one pick. I mean people are just jumping so far ahead. It, it's it's what New York is though, right? That's how we are. We overreact immensely to things. Uh, one thing that might not be an overreaction right now is to say that the Bing Bong, whatever you want, to go, the whole Bing Bong thing might have cursed us. <laughs> that was on the opening night. That was after that opening win against Boston in OT at the Garden, when uh, they went outside the Garden and, and and you know the streets were just packed of, you know, crazies. And the kid, you know, yelled the bing-bong at one of the side talk reporters. So it, that, that that thing, it went a little too far. You know, I loved it. I rode with it. And maybe it's a thing that can kind of uh, reemerge once we start winning again later in the year. But that's like, it reminds me of the thumbs down. But here's the thing. The thumbs down thing for the Yankees, I'm pretty sure that was later in the season. And they used it in the playoffs mostly. And it worked. Let's let's you know, let's kind of temper the expectation here, the whole Bing Bong thing. Maybe it cursed us. A lot of people didn't like it that we kept. I was listening to Knicks Fan TV tonight. They were kind of joking about that whole thing. But um, yeah, that was that was maybe uh, maybe that's the curse of the Bing Bong. Maybe that's why we're not uh, playing up to par since then. We've been pretty inconsistent. But um, let's get to break. Let's get to our first commer- uh, commercial. Let's get to our first uh, plug. When we get back, we'll get right into the swing of things. All right. Stay with us. BRB. Hey, guys, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my new blog, the Bomber Bacher blog on UltimateSportsNetworks.com. Go subscribe to the Bomber Bacher blog on UltimateSportsNetworks.com. And if you use promo code 6A2841ERJC, you get a discount seven ninety nine dollars a month. That's promo code 6A2841ERJC for a discount $7.99 a month when subscribing to the Bocker blog on UltimateSportsNetworks.com. And again, I can't believe I have to record this entire thing again. It's such a pain. But here we are. So the first quarter of this 104-98 loss against the Orlando Magic at home, both teams were pretty shaky out the gate. The Knicks were playing pretty solid defense. um, Outside of, you know, maybe leaving that Carter Jr. kid open a few times from three. And he, of course, nailed both of those shots. We played pretty good defense in the first. And throughout the first half, I would say. Um, Nick's got on the board first when Randall hit a three-pointer from the top of the key. But for the most part, both teams were shooting bricks early on. Mobamba starts cleaning up the offensive glass, giving us trouble throughout the night. Second quarter comes, and again, the bench unit starts to propel a run. Derek Rose with a block on the other end. Very impressive block. Emmanuel quickly, a three point bomb from the right elbow. Alec Burks, pretty nifty reverse layup. The ball was moving. Players were moving with Obi Toppin in. There's always going to be a lot of player movement. There was great spacing. Some solid play calling by Thibodeau. But Mobamba kept eating on the glass. He has 10 points, 6 rebounds at the half. Terrence Ross, of course he gets it going because it's the Knicks and he always does this to us. He has 15 points at halftime. You've got Julius Randle for the Knicks with 10 points at the half. Mitchell Robinson right behind him with 8 points at the half. Blocking shots. But... The story of this game, and especially in the second half, the third quarter of Doom comes, and here we go. The Knicks, especially tonight, attempted almost 53s. They just just kept settling for three-point jumpers, not taking it to the hoop. And that was the main reason why we lost, in my humble opinion. Just lackluster. Poor energy. Nobody wanted to really try and get some good looks. Just poor shot selection all around. Bad ball movement. Continuously settling for bad looks. And then Tom Thibodeau continuing to just... Go with these poor substitute These poor substitutions... In the second half of the game. The entire third quarter, which Julius Randle played horribly goes to him. He gets all 12 minutes of that third quarter. No Obi Toppin who had a really solid second quarter. Just sticking with the starters. Just running the starters into the ground. And the Knicks end up being outscored by four points in the third. It's these third quarters every time. It's the first and third quarters. We get off these slow starts because the starting unit doesn't have it and we're going to talk on them. Fourth quarter comes. The bench unit comes back in for a bit. Obi Toppin Big baskets, man. Big time three-pointers. He hits a couple of three-pointers. We were just ripping him because his jump shot's been the only thing that hasn't improved yet. But he hits a couple threes. Big baskets. He's rebounding. Alec Burks goes off in the fourth quarter because he always does that. Huge baskets from Burks. Turns into MJ. He had 14 points. I'm sorry, he had 15 points. 13 of them came in the fourth for Burks. Obi, 14 points in 18 minutes big shots in the fourth and it can't always be Burks either when it comes to our guards Rose was off tonight and he gets he gets you know he's been great so I'll give him I'll give him a a pass but we couldn't get stops Suggs got it going and then Obie's eventually pulled for for Derek Rose Julius Randle comes back on the floor so Obie's hot and he misses one or two shots so he's pulled He gets the short leash, but Julius Randle, who's beyond cold, not playing defense, playing out of rhythm offensively, doesn't matter. He gets right back in there, inserted into the closing lineup. And that's where I really started to get pissed off. And I usually don't yell anymore either. I usually stay calm. But tonight, towards the end of that game, I found myself yelling. I raised my voice. I started cursing. And I usually, I haven't done that both with the Yankees and the Knicks these uh, past seasons each of them have had. I've been more calm as I've gotten older. I've just learned to accept the suck whenever it happens. But tonight I got really pissed off. It's just, it's continuous with Julius Randle. Julius Randle is not it. Not right now, he's not. This team likes to run fast. They like to run. They like to play hard, uh, play fast, but he's not fitting that. He doesn't fit that mold. He's slow. And tonight was just pathetic. And I hate to say it. I hate to bring this part up, but I I saw a few people mention it in the comment section on Instagram. Cuz I was the I was one of the few who actually was was uh a lot of people were was very uh satisfied when Randall got the extension, you know, it was 28.5 AAV. But you know, I'm starting to hear some comments, of course, because he's not playing well at all this year. He's playing like Fizdale Randall. I'm starting to hear some comments. Did the Knicks rush to extend him? Because let's remember, they did have the four million dollar option left for this season. Just saying. Should they have waited a little bit more, a few more months. But again, I can't really have an opinion on that. I'd be hypocritical to say anything. So I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. That's all. Perfect time to sip my tea. Um, but he, I mean, he was he pathetic or not tonight? Was he not pathetic? Defensively, he was not there. Five fouls, three turnovers of the 18 on the Knicks tonight. Jacking up threes on all offense, not attacking. I mean, 10 of his 11 shots were from behind the arc tonight. He had one shot in the paint. It was just settling for mid-range and three-pointers. He had two free-throw attempts where he only hit one. This is a, a guy who's built you know, 6'9", 250, 260. I mean, use your body, man. You're a power forward. Use your body. Get to the paint. Go to the paint. You had these mismatches you didn't take advantage of. It's crazy. And on the other end, you're not playing defense. You're not boxing out. You're not rebounding. You're not running hard on the break. You're playing defense at center with your hands down. I mean, that possession against Cole Anthony late in the game, that floater right over him, he didn't even put his hands up. Just stood right in front of him and watched. They're showing the highlights right now on ESPN. <laughs> JB Smooth playing playing the role of Spike Lee on the uh, on Celebrity Road tonight. Courtside, um, yeah. Where was Taj at the end of the game to play the five? Why didn't Tibbs put Taj in? That's the perfect spot for him. That was one of the things that crossed my mind. But Randall, you look at him, he's not performing well. He's not doing it. He's a big reason the starters are not clicking. He has one 20-point game since November 1st. Two the entire month. Zero in his last four games. More importantly, he's only had one 50% shooting game this month on November 1st. Tonight, he was a minus 21, worst on the team. You know who was the best on the team? Obi Toppin was a plus 11. Doubles the production in half the minutes. So, the starters are not clicking. We've got to adjust. We've got to adjust. Got to. Thibodeau needs to do some shit. No more of this robotic substitution mentality. You have to start going with the flow more. Like he did in Indiana. It's the chemistry, too. It's not the talent. We've got the talent. On paper, we've got these guys who can play ball. But it's the chemistry. They've got to start gelling. You know, you look at our starting point guard, Campbell Walker. He can't get it going. His job is to, as a point guard it is you know, to dribble drive and find his teammates. But he's not doing that. He's looking for, for himself. And he's had some good moments, some good scoring performances. But for the most part, he's not doing his job as a point guard. And he's not playing great defense whatsoever. Let's go to the shooting guard spot. Our big money acquisition in free agency. He's been abysmal so far. He's been absolutely abysmal. Has Evan Fournier. Episode 284 of the podcast tonight, guys. Knicks drop another home game to the Magic. I mean, he and Kemba are giving these Knicks nothing. And they combined for 10 points tonight. We can't keep having these nights where they combine for less than 15 points together. Fournier doesn't even play the fourth quarters anymore. Kemba barely plays the second half. You have Berkson over Fournier in the fourth. You know, he's, he's not doing the things he's supposed to be good at. And the things that he's supposed to be bad at, he's continuing to be bad at. So he's been the definition of useless for the Knicks so far outside of a few games at the top of the season. It's time for him to earn his money. If you're making this money, can you at least at least give us 15 points tonight? You know, hit two or three 3-pointers on average. Do your thing. Come off the top of the key and hit that three, you know, be that movement shooter. Coming off the L cuts. Off these ball screens, these curls. That's the guy that you've been your entire career. Put the ball on the floor occasionally and attack. He's not done the job. You look at Julius Randle, again, big money superstar. Just gave him that big extension. He's been pathetic. RJ Barrett in his slump from hell right now. He's regressing. Mitch was a positive tonight. But again, as great as he was tonight, stats were great. Beyond the stats, he was great. He gets hurt once again. He gets hurt every single night. This guy gets hurt the way he plays, the way he's built. He's just going to continue to get hurt. I just don't see this being... I I, I don't envision an optimistic future with Mitch and the Knicks. I think eventually they're they're going to part ways some way. Because we just can't keep doing this. We can't adjust to a zone defense. We just start chucking threes. We attempted almost 50 tonight, like I said. We can't hit our free throws. We can't generate a ton of free throws either. I mean, Mo Bamba ate us up down below. 12 points, 12 rebounds, 2 blocks. And even when he wasn't in, even when he went to the bench, we still didn't attack the rim. We weren't even attempting to. We don't run enough sets for these guys. We don't run a lot of pick and rolls. There's no dribble drive game right now. There's no pressure on the rim. You know, occasionally we'll hit these curls from the top of the key. IQ does that a lot. But I mean, there's no playbook. There's not a playbook right now. It's Julius from the elbow and ISO, and then a bunch of three-pointers. I think we should we should get RJ more involved more. I've mentioned this. I'm tired of seeing him stand outside the wing and on the corners just waiting for a three-point spot up. And he's been playing off the dribble a little more this year, but here's the thing. He does it when he's on with the bench. When he's with the second unit, RJ plays so much better. That's why I think the Knicks should stagger him with Julius and not play them together as much. Because he gets more on-ball opportunities this way. He clicks with Mitchell Robinson so well when RJ's got the ball going downhill and he's playing with Mitch in pick and roll. They connected on that nice play tonight. So I think RJ should play with the second unit. He's very good with Rose. He's got great off off the court and on the court chemistry with guys like IQ and Obi Toppin. I would love to see him play with, with the bench more and ride Mitch at the five. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. So if you haven't followed me on social media yet, I'm also on there. You can find me on Facebook at RJ Carbone, or you can also find me on Instagram at Rob J Carbone, Facebook at RJ Carbone, Instagram at Rob J Carbone. Guys, I also just want to let you know that you can find this podcast, BD4, on many podcast platforms. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can find us on our sponsor, Anchor, and many other listening platforms while finding us on YouTube if you want to find the video format of this podcast. So there are so many platforms to listen to and watch bd4 on i wouldn't want you to miss a single episode so make sure you do that right now go subscribe download it rate us review us give us a comment share it all that fun stuff apple podcasts spotify google podcasts anchor soundcloud many more watch us on youtube all right let's get back to the show Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been hard. It's been hard to watch lately. You know, even the wins, you know, some of them come very ugly. A few of them this year have, you know, even when we win, it doesn't seem like it changes the energy. You know, we're not formulating any consistent habits. We haven't really developed an identity yet with this team. The chemistry is not the scene. It's not there yet. The defense isn't their priority anymore. You know, there's no Reggie Bullock. Um, as much as, you know, I couldn't stand Peyton and anybody else could probably agree with me. He he, he was a decent defender at times. Frank Nilakina didn't play much, but he was a great defensive player. Noel, we do miss his presence right now. He's hurt. So the defense is not the same this year. The offense is up and down. It's not exactly great. Do we need to get a little bit younger? Because you look at the best players on the team this year, the guys who've achieved better than everybody else, I would say Derek Rose, Alec Burks, and, and, and Taj friggin Gibson, who's about 175 years old. So maybe we need to get younger. Maybe we need Theo Pinson back on the bench. Maybe that's the guy we need. Maybe we shouldn't do the bing-bong thing. Maybe we should just get Theo back. But there's something missing right now, you know? And, you know, you hope it's, it's something as little as chemistry because you like to believe that there is a lot of talent on this roster or a lot more talent and that they eventually will turn it around. But it's got to start. It's got to start, right? It's There's that old saying. Is it, is he, is it, uh, is it Yogi who said it? It's getting early late, or it's getting late early, rather. I mean, listen, we're only 18% of the way here, uh, but we're coming up on the quarter mark of the season. And, our, you know, the schedule ahead is going to be tough for a little bit, too. Now, we have the Rockets next. That's a home game we need to take. But after that, you look at it. We've got Chicago twice. We've got the Lakers the Phoenix Suns who are the best team in the west right now maybe the league the um the Hawks the Nets the Nuggets the Spurs I mean there's some tough teams there are some tough teams so yeah it's it's okay to be concerned and um I know if you if you follow along with my blog the bomber bocker blog on ultimate sports you can subscribe to that blog if you want the bomber bocker blog using my promo code which will be in the description i said a couple of articles ago that it's that i'm not concerned yet i want to kind of take that back and say i am definitely concerned but i'm not panicking all right i'm not jumping ship yet or not on the edge i'm i'm concerned i am concerned though you know, I start thinking about last season. Was it a fluke? No crowd. When the when there was a crowd, it was a much smaller crowd for a while. There were ten less games. The conference was a bit weaker. So you put all that into into account. It's it's you know you want to kind of start seeing these Knicks show a little bit more. And they're eight and seven, right? It's 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 not the worst thing in the world. But the way they play. Is more concerning than the record right now. If that makes any sense. The way they play is what I'm really looking at. They don't seem to be playing as hard every night with that resiliency that we so very much fell in love with. So we'll see what happens. Let's get to the NYY NYK question of the day and we'll wrap it up from there. All right, guys. So, in episode 283, I didn't do one. Uh, but we're back with the NYY NYK question of the day here for episode 284. And the question for this episode, our NYY NYK question of the day, brought to you by Anchor. 284. Who were the three players the Knicks traded for? I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Who were the three players the Knicks traded? In 1999 for Latrell Sprewell. Alright, let me say that one more time. Who were the three players the Knicks traded in 1999 for Latrell Sprewell? Alright, so let me know the answer by DMing me either on Instagram or Facebook. Or you can comment the answer on one of those platforms once I publish the promo to the podcast on there. Or any other way you can reach me, comment, message, anything. Let me know the answer. If you're right, I'll give you a shout out on episode 285, which will be on Sunday after the back to back. Pretty short to back to back. So that's that, guys. I appreciate you tuning into this episode. Like I said, short one tonight. Just wanted to get a few thoughts in, and uh, we're gonna be back on schedule now that we're back going to keep trying to do every two games alright so that's it for this one I'm your host RJ Carbone this is episode 284 of BD4 where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis and I hope everybody has a wonderful I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the week and I'll see you in the next one ciao This episode was brought to you by anchor the best way to make a podcast. It's podcasting made easy. Download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to begin your own podcast.